Family. It looks a little different for everyone. For some, it's mom and dad. For others, roommates who feel like family. And for others, it's your significant other, their golfing buddies, your children, a high school soccer team starting lineup, and oh look, they're all taking you up on the offer to stay for dinner, really testing the limits of that phrase, the more the merrier. But no matter where you call home, GEICO makes it easy to bundle and save on home and car insurance. Easier than making three frozen pizzas and assorted frozen veggies into a cohesive meal. Whether you're a skeptic or a believer, join me, Rob McConnell, as together we'll investigate the world of the paranormal and the science of parapsychology here on the Exxon Radio TV show on XZBN and the Exxon TV channel on Simul TV. Since 1990, the Exxon Radio TV show has been the place where people dare to believe and dare to be heard. Together, we'll investigate UFOs, aliens, ghosts, Bigfoot, psychic phenomenon, lake monsters, conspiracy theories, government cover-ups, the truth embargo, alien abductions, ESP, haunted locations from around the world, and so much more. With over 28 years of broadcasting and more than 4,500 individual guests, the X-Zone is truly a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality, as evidenced by the credibility, integrity, and professionalism of the guests that we bring to our international audience. If you have seen a UFO, had a close encounter, seen a ghost, Bigfoot, lake monster, or a story that you would like to share or have investigated, contact me, Rob McConnell, by sending me your email to xzone at xzoneradiotv.com or you can call toll-free 1-800-610-7035, extension 143, and on Skype, X-Zone Radio TV. For more information on the X-Zone Radio TV show with yours truly, Rob McConnell, visit www.xzoneradiotv.com or www.xzonetvchannel.com or simultv.com and xzbn.net. Until next we meet here in the X-Zone from our broadcast center and studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Always remember X-Zone Nation, keep your eyes to the sky and your heart in the light. Good evening, everyone, and welcome back to Paranormal Stakeout. I'm Larry Lawson, your host and guide on our continuing journey into the other world to find out what really does exist on the other side of the veil. And as always, I'm coming to you from the headquarters of the X-Zone Radio and Television Broadcast Network in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. And I'm speaking to you from the studios in the Southern Command Post of the X-Zone Nation in beautiful Vero Beach and Felsmere, Florida. Um, tonight's guest, I, I, Chris has been with us before, uh, but tonight's going to be, I think, a, a topic that while many of us may have thought about it on the side, it's really starting to come to the forefront. We're going to be talking about modern technology and the paranormal and the Antichrist. Chris is, uh, was introduced to the paranormal world at a young age while living in Leadville, Colorado, an historically significant mining town from the 1880s. It was here that he began to witness shadow people that he was also able to interact with. It wasn't until sometime afterwards he found that his home was located near the sites of collapsed gold and silver mines that were witness to many horrific deaths. At age 11, his family moved to Southern California, where he continued to experience paranormal activity. He later found his calling as a park ranger, uh, receiving his degree in outdoors law enforcement and becoming a law enforcement park, park ranger in the state of California. After he was transferred back to Colorado, he began to hone his paranormal investigative skills in the historical building and sites found around the parks. In 1996, Chris founded his own paranormal investigative team, Anibus Paranormal Research Organization, or APRO, with a vision of working with other paranormal teams around the world to develop a cooperative effort towards research and investigation. He hopes to someday find scientific proof of what does lie on the other side. Christopher George, welcome back to Paranormal Stakeout, my friend. 
Larry, it's always a pleasure to be on your show. Believe me, and we always get into some very good discussions and debates. So it's always <laughs> I always look forward to coming on the air with you. Well, thanks, Chris. Now, you, you know, you got your started just to kind of refresh the um, the audience a little bit. You spent a lot of time working in Southern California and had a particular mm-hmm. connection with the Queen Mary, if memory serves, the the ship there. That's correct. Uh, I was always drawn to the Queen Mary for some reason. Um, many, many, uh, as, a, as a youth, I would actually sneak aboard. I knew the ship so well that uh, I could sneak aboard and fall, go into the depths of the ship where nobody was supposed to be. And so it was always an experience for me. And every time I went on board the Queen Mary, I never, ever was disappointed in the amount of paranormal activity that was there. And uh, you worked quite a bit with the renowned Peter James, I believe? Yes, actually, Peter and I uh, became good friends completely by accident. It was in one of those little uh, ventures that I was on that uh, I was actually crawling uh, near the rudder. And I mean, in these very, very small crawl spaces. And when I came out, I was caked in rust and dust and everything else. And so as I was moving along, I came around the corner And here was this gentleman standing there. He quickly looked at me, shocked. I looked back at him, shocked. I thought, oh, crap, I'm caught. And uh, he looked at me and said, what are you you doing here? And I said, well, what are you doing here? And uh, he says, well, I asked you first. And I said, well, I'm looking for ghosts. And Peter looked at me and he said, well, you know what? So am I. (laughs) <laughs> and that started a really very close relationship. And uh, Peter was one of those individuals that uh, was able to actually draw the spirits verbally. You could audibly hear them. And uh, there was one in particular that uh, uh, he was always talking with. And this was little Jackie. And Jackie was believed to have been a, a child who apparently died on the Queen Mary, either by drowning or some other means. Uh, a lot of the records had been lost through the years, uh, uh, most by purpose, others by accident. So we really weren't sure exactly where Jackie fit in. But one of the things was she was always by the pool, the first class pool. So that's where he would make most of his contacts with with her. And then uh, ironically, one night I was uh, filming a video while I was on board, nobody else around. And at the end of the hallway, I didn't even realize this until I viewed the uh, footage. um, There was a little girl at the very end and she Mm -hmm. started coming towards me. But then I realized she didn't have any legs. (laughs) So I believe it was Jackie saying hello to me. So, but Peter was, was excellent, and unfortunately, he passed away quite a few years ago. But I truly believe that his spirit's still there on the Queen Mary. And he was one of the first um, p- television paranormal investigators to actually, uh, if memory serves, to get an EVP that was audible for the television. Is that accurate? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah he that. was. Uh, they were doing a segment on sightings, um, and uh, that show was back in the 80s. And... Uh, they did a whole series on Peter just because of his interactions on the Queen Mary. And uh, he, um, he traveled around the country to different locations. But the, um, his idea of the paranormal was that there was really no heaven and earth. It was just the other side. And that spirit could go wherever they wanted and interact however they wanted. And, um, you know, there's a lot of conjecture one way or the other. Of course, we don't know because... Um, in the end, we will, but... Yeah, um, right we'll, now, nobody uh, knows for sure. For. No, yeah. and that's why we, what we are doing. That's why we are in the paranormal field, in order to try and find that science and religious aspect and equal to find out knowledge. Yeah, and, and you've taken an interesting new turn uh, with some of your recent studies, uh, and, and you got started like most of us with the, shall we say, standard... Uh, ghost uh, investigation or paranormal investigation techniques, but you've headed down a new track in recent times. Uh, tell me a little bit. Tell us a little bit about it. Well, uh, of course, most paranormal investigators will, will use their equipment, and it can be a varied uh, assortment of different tools. But the basic line is that they're all electronic. Mm-hmm. And, of course, we've had a lot of success with interconnection and communication with the other side 
based upon our technology. And our technology is increasingly getting better, as we all know. Uh, Ten years ago, we didn't have smartphones like we do today. And in fact, a smartphone is nothing more than a miniature computer. And Mm -hmm. we never knew some of the things that were coming down the road. Uh, Some of the breakthroughs that we've had with our technology is increasingly helping us to communicate with the other side. But I started to, to think about this process and looking back through history as far as how we started. And I discovered some very interesting things that on the forefront you really wouldn't look at unless you became familiar or you basically started to realize what it was that was in the connection processes. Mm-hmm. And as I started to venture down that road, as you say, I discovered a alarming aspect um, that kind of bothered me a bit. And that was the amount of social media that is out there today. As we all know, everybody's on Facebook, everybody's on Twitter, everybody follows the leader, so to speak. If somebody says something bad, say it about the president or some other person in government or a celebrity, everybody jumps on that bandwagon. They no longer do any research themselves. It's almost as if they're drawn in. It, it seems like that, doesn't it? And it's almost like it, it almost grabs them, hypnotizes them, controls them. Exactly. It, it's, it's amazing. And uh, I was just talking with a dear friend of mine just a little while ago about what in the heck is going on in this country with, uh, with politics and, and social media and what's happening. It's crazy. Well, you see it. I mean, you, they talk about the left. They talk about the right. You talk about social justice warriors. And it's, it's not a discussion anymore. It is a violent, uh, intrusive interaction, uh, which people are getting hurt because of a lot of this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so you got to wonder, what is stemming from this? And this is where my path started to take me. I thought, my goodness, why are we becoming such a horrific world? And it dawned on me. You, you look at um, today's kids, uh, how they are always on their smartphones texting. They never interact anymore. It's always texting nope. mm-hmm. and or the social medias. And I was out to dinner one night, and I looked over, and there was a couple, a young, not too young, maybe mid-20s, um, and the young lady was sitting on one side of the table, which was about, you know, your average size of about maybe four to five feet. And the boyfriend was on the other. They both had their, their cell phones out. And I saw the one text. And then I saw the boy laugh. And then I saw him text. And then I saw the girl laugh. I never, ever saw them interact or speak. They were talking to each other via this text. Mm-hmm. And they were only four or five feet away from each other. And again, you go by the high schools, you don't see the kids interacting with each other. They're all sitting around completely void of each other, engrossed in this computerized system that we call texting. And I thought, we're losing our humanity. But why are we losing our humanity? And I started to to really start to think about this. And You know, a lot of times you call it the sixth sense, and it comes Mm -hmm. to you from out of nowhere. Mm -hmm. And I started to realize, I thought, wait a second, there's got to be a connection to this. And 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 that, I'm going to put you on hold there because we're about ready to go for our first break. And that connection is is interesting, and I'm going to want to explore more of that in just a moment. And I also want to talk about how does this connect with the paranormal. So, folks, stay with us. This is Paranormal Stakeout. We'll be back right after these messages. It's hard to listen to the news without realizing we're living in volatile, unprecedented times. 
yet never has there been such an opportunity to transform the human condition. As old structures fail, where can we find the guidance to co-create a better way? Find Your Path Home is an ever-evolving, leading-edge information, education, and healing resource center designed to support and guide you on your path to unity and enlightenment. Based on sound principles employed by Shaman Worldwide, we provide techniques that can support you through the current transitions, offering online shamanic classes, international long-distance shamanic healing sessions, complimentary Mission Evolution radio episodes and Stairway to Heaven TV vignettes, seminars, retreats, and much more. All of this can be found on findyourpathhome.com. So I was watching the X-Zone TV channel last night when I was abducted by aliens and they kept repeating to me over and over again, simultv.com, simultv.com. What's simultv.com? That's what I asked them. They had it written on the side of their UFO. How do you spell that? UFO. No, I mean simultv.com. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com. Right. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com. Interesting that you were abducted by aliens in a simultv.com UFO last night. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Now that you mention it, I remember now last night, I was awakened from a deep sleep. My great-grandmother was standing there. She said she'd come from the hereafter to tell me about simultv.com. She even spelled it out for me. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com, sonny boy. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com, sonny boy. Wow. Yeah. Guys, you'll never guess what my psychic guru just told me. SIMULTV.com. Exactly. Are you guys psychic too? Of course. We all know about SIMULTV.com. SIMULTV.com. And we are back on Paranormal Stakeout with my guest tonight, Chris George, um, talking about internet technology and the other side. Um, just before the break, Chris, you were talking about how people don't communicate anymore. They, they text. And I certainly see it in, being in law enforcement. You know, we, I'm really having problems seeing uh, folks being able to, to talk to one another anymore because they're so tied up with the, uh, with the Internet. But I wanted to mention something else before you, you started uh, down the road again. One thing that I have definitely noticed with all the wonderful things that come with the Internet, I also have found another dark side to it, and that it has allowed people to be something they're not. And what I mean by that is in, in years past, when, we, when I was growing up, I'm sure when you were growing up, people knew they couldn't do or act a certain way because society frowned upon it, and you didn't right. do it because it was wrong. But the Internet, I have found um, – has allowed people to break down those social mori barriers and and act out in a fantasy way that has also committed so created so much harm to people. So I see that as another example of how electronics in this age of texting and social media has taken away some of our moral values, maybe? I don't know if that's a good way it, to put it. it. It has. It really, truly has. You talk, you know, you talk about the the kids in high school that are cyberbullied. Um, it the, the dark web, for instance. Uh, for for what it's worth, the internet is a great resource, but because you're behind a screen and you're not looking into the eyes of the other person, you can be whomever you want. You can become a fantasy character. You can become exactly. the world's worst bully. You can pretend to be. Uh, uh, somebody you're not. Uh, you can forge documents. It has gotten so out of hand in that regard. But the question lies: What is the boundary? What is the the? There are no boundaries. That's the problem. Exactly. And there's no consequences for the actions, unless, of course, that individual gets caught. And of course, you know, as it always in law enforcement, um, nobody's sorry until they get caught. <laughs> True. And. <laughs> And I'm sure you've had that happen. Oh, I'm so sorry about this, that, and the other. But they don't do it, of course, because there is no one. You can you can completely hide yourself. You can completely uh, steal from, on the internet. All of these negatives that have taken place since its inception. Again, one of the greatest technological advances there is. But are we going down a very dark path? This could be a typical story out of the Twilight Zone in many regards. And this is where I started really looking at in-depth aspects of what has been going on. 
Now, as scientists, as you and I are, and then many other parapsychologists, we like to look at the scientific reason for everything. We like to look at the basis of why, what, where, and how. And mm-hmm. I started to look at this with the option of why. Where does it start? What was it that created it? And I started to think about all of this horrible activity. And, of course, everybody says the end of times, the end of days. And we kind of just kind of brush that off. But when you start to think about it, we in the parapsychological world are dealing with the unknown. We're dealing with elements of religious aspects. Uh, people who say, oh, yeah, uh, you know, God doesn't exist, the devil doesn't exist, uh, it, it doesn't have it, demons are on most every show. Well, if you think about it, that's the whole basis, the whole root, the biggest supernatural individual in, in our belief yeah. systems is God. Yep. And if God exists, God isn't evil, so there has to be a counterpart, which is Satan the devil and the you know the stories of the eternal rivalry the internal war that continues to go on until the end of days and that led me to kind of the aspect and um, before i go on to this point i don't want to offend anybody's religious belief or say one thing this is all theory but Mm -hmm. if you look at it and you start to kind of see where i'm going with this you might be drawn to say wait a minute i may have something here and I started looking in, into Revelations, and uh, I started noticing all of those things. And it, one of the aspects that is always talked about is the mark of the beast. Okay. Now, nowhere in the Bible does it say the devil is a man. It always talks about the devil as being a beast. Okay. And the mark of the beast is 666 as we all know. Correct. And so I started thinking about it. Where, you know, how did that begin? How did that start up with that ideology? And I started looking back through the Hebrew uh, elements, the, the writings and so forth, and I discovered something very, very interesting. That in the ancient Hebrew, 666 is written as W W W and and you people have pointed that out several times as I'm sure you're aware that right. topic has come up several times in fact if I'm not mistaken it's in recent times um, uh, st- uh, not scientists but a uh, um, historical historians have found it. I think it was initially they thought it was a V or a Z, but in, in recent times they've discovered that that, that letter is actually closer to W. So I find exactly. that interesting. It is. And of course they always say, um, and then, the, you know, that could be coincidental. Okay. All right. You know, worldwide web, www. Yeah. Yes. Just but coincidence. Then, but then I started reading more. Of course, everybody that was going to follow the beast would be marked by the beast with the 666 mm-hmm. okay now as i started and of course it was going to be the the mark would be on the head and that's how it's written the mark would be somewhere located on the head now if you've got a smartphone where are you going to put that smartphone when you're talking to somebody? Generally to your ear. Exactly, which is right at your head. Today, we pay for most of everything we do via the Internet. Okay? okay. Again, that was supposed to be you were to pay with the mark of the beast. So everything is... Basically, I mean, people hardly pay with cash anymore. It's always either your debit, credit card, or even now with smartphones, you can just pull it up and tap a, 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 a keypad and have it transmitted. Okay. And so those are the things. And this goes back to how kind of where we're going with this technology. And 
as we use it, the more aggressive we become, the more antisocial, the more followers we have become to this technology, which is telling us to act certain ways, to behave certain ways, and to do certain things. And in the, you know, as far as the devil, the devil's best trick is to make people believe that he doesn't exist. But as you know, and I know, as parapsychologists, we have gone into places that are just foul, that reek of evil. I've had situations and uh, uh, investigations that I truly believed were demonic in nature. Okay. There are certain aspects to that. It's like, you know, today, people always talked about not using the Ouija board, which is absolutely, inequivocally, a no-no. I wouldn't use a Ouija board for all the tea in China. Because it opens up that doorway. And if you open up that doorway, you don't know what you're getting. You may think you do, but either Uncle Phil is going to come through or something else disguised as Uncle Phil. And Mm -hmm. once you open that Pandora's box, it's very, very, very difficult to close. Well, let let me change gears on you just a quick second to get your thought on something, because I had this question posed to me the other day. Whether you're using a Ouija board or a K2 meter saying, is anybody here to contact me, what do you see as the difference? Well, there is no difference, realistically, because your intent is to communicate with something on the other side. So you're inviting, and that's the key word right there, inviting, whether Mm -hmm. it be through a Ouija board or through our instruments. And the thing is that parapsychologists, um, for the best part of us, are trained on what to do, on how to prepare ourselves for investigations. You know, saying um, um, a prayer to St. Michael for protection, envisioning white light around us, uh, doing our best to keep us safe and to Mm -hmm. not allow that negative or even the positive spirit to attach itself to us. So we do actually walk that fine line. Uh, Our instruments help us identify, whereas a Ouija board really doesn't. There's you know, probability that maybe somebody is moving it or whatever. But instruments usually tend to not lie uh, when we pick up readings. But we are still asking for something to contact us. And again, Mm -hmm. it could be a very positive, loving spirit, or it could be something very dark and sinister. And, you know, when you look back in through time, one of the creators of the computer, a man by the name of uh, Alan Turning, um, his whole prospect of making the modern-day computer, not the mm-hmm. analytical computers of previous past. Those were basically the count mm-hmm. numbers. But well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put you on hold here for just a okay. second, my friend. We're getting ready for our second break. Very interesting co- comments, and we're going to talk more about this when we get back. Folks, this is Paranormal Stakeout. My guest tonight is Christopher George. We're talking about social media and the Antichrist. Stay with us. We'll be back right after this. They are here, and they've been here for thousands of years, making their presence known in the shadows. They might be seen by a lonely motorist on a deserted road late at night, or by a frightened and confused husband in the bedroom he is sharing with his wife. But who are they? What do they want? Why are they here? Perhaps most concerning, has the government been aware of their presence all along? The new book by Ellie Marzulli, UFO Disclosure, The 70-Year Cover-Up Exposed, delves into the world of UFOs. Can full disclosure be soon? Order now and receive a free hour and 37-minute DVD on the UFO phenomenon, UFOs Are Real. Get both the book and the DVD, a $40 value, for only $19.99. To order your book and DVD today, go to lamarzuli.net. That's L-A-M-A-R-Z-U-L-L-I.net. Rob McConnell here, presenting an overview for Nicholas Paul Jennings, author of a fascinating book, Amen. It presents facts revealed by Egyptologist, 
facts that enable us to understand why Amen is the beginning of creation of God. It provides recommendations for religious leaders of the major religions to unify their beliefs and teach the Word of God, love one another. Amen informs people how mankind conceived God. It was the Egyptians that developed the concepts of a soul, a hereafter, and son of God. And finally, after the worship of many gods, they conceived the belief in one universal God, the maker of all there is. For more information, visit www.futureofgodamen.com. That's www.futureofgodamen.com. You have heard of the X-Zone? Now watch it on Simul TV, plus 500 video games, live TV channels, free video on demand, worldwide, and more. Does this sound like tomorrow's television? Well, it is, but you can have it today, right now. It is Simul TV. Simul TV offers what the others only wish they could provide. 15 exclusive channels like X-Zone, Sci-Fi, and Horror. We are worldwide. No other provider offers that. 500 built-in video games. No need to have an extra expensive system. We have them included. Free video on demand. Live streaming events from around the world. Interactive online network and much more. Tomorrow's TV today. Simul TV. Sound too good to be true? Well, it's not. You can have Simul TV today. Sign up at simultv.com. Do it today. And we are back with everybody with my guest tonight, Christopher George, here on Paranormal Stakeout. Okay, Christopher, there's 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 just no no doubt in my mind that there are so many things that have happened in in our world today because of technology, both good and bad. Right, absolutely. I totally agree with where you're coming from with with the connection with the others with the other side and the Ouija boards. To- totally agree with you. But tell me how the web, social media, is connected with the world of par- the paranormal. Now, I, I, I understand what you're saying about the evil and the influence. Right. But give me some more meat as to how it's connected. Yeah. Well, this goes back many, many years, like I said, with Alan Turning, who actually the, the father of what we call the modern computer. Uh, he designed this system in order to, to contact the other side. He was basing his information on Edison's original uh, phone uh, to the dead. And mm-hmm. he wanted to see if he could actually develop a system based upon um, actual electricity and the interconnection and utilizing basic programming so that spirits would be able to reach out, connect with that electrical aspect and that programming in order to communicate back and forth. Uh, so so you know, wait, wait a second. So what, what you're telling me is Turning actually began the development of the modern-day computer as a, as a paranormal experiment? Exactly. Exactly. He, he envisioned not only contacting the other side, but he was one of the first forerunners of saying that he could possibly intricate into these computers basic understanding, our version of artificial intelligence. Mm-hmm. And if that was the case, if the computer could think, it could communicate thinking-wise to the other side. And, and that, was, that was his motive for developing it. Exactly. Exactly. Interesting. And of course, um, he didn't have much luck in that. And so, as of course, things occurred, he he his ideas were then f- further uh, spent down the line to other developers to where we are today with our modern computers. And mm-hmm. we have made such advances advances in um, the time period of when he started, which was basically uh, oh shoot, nineteen forty five. I believe it was either 43 to 43 to 45. Mm-hmm. And that was when he was really focusing on trying to communicate to the other side, just like Edison was when he was originally trying to make his phone. 
his spirit phone, his ghost phone, in order to communicate. So this, but the basis is electricity. Electricity makes everything move in our world. Not only machines, but human beings. And so he thought that inner reaction would be able to assist those energies in in order to communicate. And as we know today, you know, we do, we, we have computers that have basic artificial intelligence. They can think faster than, of course, we can. But communication from the other side has happened. Um, there have been cases where spirits have communicated through the computers. Messages being left. Uh, mm-hmm. Different uh, types of interaction pictures will show up or faces will show up mm-hmm. on the computer screen and again that's that aspect of if most if some of your uh, listeners have ever heard of the ghost in the machine aspect okay this is that's where, where i was going to go yeah this is kind of where this is happening is that there is this interconnection between our physical world and the supernatural world and the conduits are our tools Whenever we go out on an investigation, we are always trying to communicate, to try to solve these mysteries. We use our tools. We use our machines in order to communicate. And this is a continuing aspect of where our parapsychological equipment is going, new advances in computer software in order to communicate. Well, I mean, there's, there's no question about this, Chris, because um, instrumental transcommunication, anything to do with either the um, television screens, people getting phone calls, there's, that's been documented from somebody who's passed. Uh, certainly Tesla and Edison um, all talked about uh, vibration, frequency, electricity being part of this. So that doesn't surprise me. In fact, I think that's where we're, get, we're going to finally get our, our big breakthrough. I do, too. Um, but this issue of artificial intelligence being tossed into it, is it your theory then that IA is just a, um, another arm of this is, is, is going to be I a believe big, so. okay. May be the processes of what we would call the antichrist. You know, you see these movies on uh, the Terminator, uh, uh, these other movies that the computers are taking over. Is that such a far-fetched idea? These machines may become self-aware. They could look at us as basically insects and want to eradicate us. Most machines now reproduce themselves, and each time it seems that they are becoming better and better. So is that the programmer? Or is that the machine itself? Is it becoming self-aware? And if it's becoming self-aware, could there be a more diabolical aspect to it? The destruction but, and the end of humanity. Well, there's, <laughs> there are tons of um, articles written out there. There's, there's some things on, on, on YouTube and television that talks about the threat of artificial intelligence mm-hmm. to mankind. And of course, there's an equal amount saying that artificial intelligence is the way to completely Im- improve our lives. So, I mean, we've got a, a split there. Um, but what you're saying is there's there's evil afoot and perhaps influencing where the direction of artificial intelligence, social media, where that's all heading. What's well, your basis for that? Well, if you think about it, okay, let's, let's look at the religious aspect of it again. Okay. There is good, good people, good people do good things. Um, I've had encounters where I truly believe I have encountered an angel. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, basically the person looked just as normal as you or I, but there was something different. There was an energy. There was a, almost an ethereal aspect about him and a calming of serenity and peace and when I walked away from this incident when I encountered this I did truly believe I had been in the presence of an angel in the same regard I've also been in the presence of very very dark aspects and um, not only 
in spiritual aspect, like a, um, a human dark energy, mm-hmm. but what I believe to also have been a demonic. I've also been to locations throughout the United States where I walked into a forest and it was like the hair on the back of my head stood up and it just felt rancid. It felt dark. It felt evil. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't get out of there fast enough. But now think of yourself in this regard. If I was the, if I was the devil and I, wanted to pretend I didn't exist. Like I said, that's the devil's greatest uh, uh, illusion is that he doesn't exist. How would you contact your followers? How would you motivate your followers to do dark things, to do uh, evil, evil things? And that would be through technology because everybody's interconnected. Everybody can communicate with each other, especially today instantaneously with all parts of the world. And like I said, how many of these people on social media are picking up bats and rocks and throwing things at the other group that they Mm -hmm. don't agree with? Mm -hmm. In the old days, we would have discussions. We would have debates. Now it's, I hate you, and I could just kill you. And literally, they could. And it's heavily that is is sparking this, this, this... darkness in this world you know on the dark web you can get almost anything you can get uh, pedophiles can get children from oh my god you know drugs and all sorts of horrific aspects you can watch somebody being murdered on screen on the dark web and in the old days it took a lot of work for somebody that was really had a propensity towards that to get it. Nowadays, it's just a couple clicks on the computer, so I I totally get it. I I also find your your religious uh, direction interesting because I I read an article that was it actually came out in January of this year where the head of the Russian Orthodox Church uh, actually is warning people about the influence of the worldwide net. I've, so I, I see where you're coming from with that. Um, and it's certainly something that's open for debate because it does control us. Right, There's, right. Um, you know, you, you, you depend on everything with it anymore. Um, businesses, if how many of us use money versus our debit cards? And of course, we've got these little terminals that we've got to insert this. One of those go down. In fact, I was at Walmart <laughs> Uh, a couple of weeks ago, and uh, uh, all of their terminals went down, and their ATM went down, and they didn't know what to do. People were trying to buy their food, and they couldn't buy it. We <laughs> lost complete control, and it was like, okay, so, <laughs> you know, it, it, how far have we lost our ability to control our destinies without the use of these electronics. And, and how, lo- how long are we going to go before we learn to wrest that control back? But we're going to be taking our final break here in just a second, my friends. So folks, stay with us. What a discussion we're having on the Internet and the other side. So stay with us. This is Paranormal Stakeout. We'll be back after this message. They are here, and they've been here for thousands of years, making their presence known in the shadows. They might be seen by a lonely motorist on a deserted road late at night, or by a frightened and confused husband in the bedroom he is sharing with his wife. But who are they? What do they want? Why are they here? Perhaps most concerning, has the government been aware of their presence all along? The new book by Ellie Marzulli, UFO Disclosure, The 70-Year Cover-Up Exposed, delves into the world of UFOs. Can full disclosure be soon? Order now and receive a free hour and 37-minute DVD on the UFO phenomenon, UFOs Are Real. Get both the book and the DVD, a $40 value, for only $19.99. To order your book and DVD today, go to lamarzuli.net. That's L-A-M-A-R-Z-U-L-L-I.net. Christopher Fulton is a survivor of the National Security State. 
All he wanted to do was preserve history when he acquired a Cartier watch from the estate of President Kennedy's personal secretary. But that simple act set off a terrible chain reaction. He was pursued by the U.S. Justice Department and the FBI, thrust into the middle of the U.S. government's assassination records review board, even monitored and pursued by the Russian government. All because that Cartier watch was the missing link of evidence, a timepiece worn by JFK that fateful day in Dallas, a link resulting in Christopher being incarcerated and attacked for nine years because he opened a hidden chapter in history. The intriguing journey outlined fully in Christopher Fulton's memoir, The Inheritance, is available now through Trinday.com or Amazon.com. The Inheritance, Poisoned Fruit of JFK's Assassination by Christopher and Michelle Fulton is a must-read, an incredible tale of how easily our own government can overrule justice. The Inheritance, Poisoned Fruit of JFK's Assassination And we are back, folks. Thanks for uh, sticking with us and listening to this uh, absolutely fascinating conversation. My guest tonight is Christopher George. Uh, his website is Anubis Paranormal, spelling A-N-U-B-I-S Paranormal dot Wixsite, W-I-X-S-I-T-E dot com forward slash A-P-R-O. Uh, you can also get a hold of him at Anubis Paranormal Research Org at gmail.com. Also, I'd like you to invite you all of you to check out the great programming on the Exxon Radio and Television Broadcast Network. All you need to go to is www, there's those three letters again, dot .xzb.net to check out all the terrific programming on the Exxon Radio and Television Broadcast Network. I really would like to invite you to go to um, my website at www. I have a whole different perception of that now, Chris. www.paranormalstakeout.com and you can also find out more about my paranormal team down here in Florida at www. fbp. I'm sorry, www.paranormalfbi.com. Uh, the W's have got me all mixed up there, Chris. Okay, look. Well, it kind of kind of spooks you when you start to think about yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. We've talked about all the evils out there, and there's evil, Chris, and in, in, we we've seen it in all aspects, not just the internet, oh, absolutely. but people in general. But taking into account your words, your studies, what do we do? What do we do to change this, or is it too late? You know, that's going to be the biggest question of all, and is there an answer? I don't know for sure. Um, I think that we have to kind of try and find that balance of humanity once again. We need to be able to talk to one another using our own communication, not a, a phone or a Amen to that. and I mean again it's a great resource it's a great tool but so much harm has been done because of it and you can fake anything like we were talking and people are going to believe it it's going to be like War of the Worlds back in the 30s when Orson Welles broadcasted mm -hmm. and everybody believed it was real somebody could claim that a, a missile strike was taking place and who's to say that we could not respond or would respond, uh, the government oh. believing that it's a possibility that it's, there's an actual uh, missile strike from North Korea or Russia or, or China, for that mm -hmm. matter. And we've got to be aware of our technology. We've got to look at it as friend or foe. And we've got to be able to have consequences for the actions that are out there. We've got to be able to look, and, and, and parents in particular with kids today, they are so impressionable. Mm -hmm. Say, okay, you can use the, the Internet, you can use the phone, especially young children that are becoming more and more indoctrinated every day by social media, by some of the things that are on television that would never have been around when I was oh, a child. There's, there's no question, but Chris, those are great words. How do we do exactly. it? How do we how do we change the perception, the direction of how people react and what they want today in a society of I need it now, I want it now. How do we how do we change that mindset? It's 
we're always looking for instant gratification, and that's the problem with the internet um, and yep. computers of today. Is it's right there. It's it, uh, spontaneous, and just information right there. Mm-hmm. And we're becoming more and more hungry for this. And uh, you know, currently I'm working in the um, veterinary science field. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, not to say I might not get back into the park ranger work because that's my first true love of, of my profession. But so many people will come in with their pets and they'll say, um, the doctor will uh, diagnose the pet and so forth. And then they'll come up with, well, I checked on Google and that's not what they said. <laughs> so now they're taking the word of a computer over the word of a trained certified uh, veterinarian and that happens even in 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 the human medical oh field. god it, it, absolutely you know, but they put more trust into their computer and google than any other person and that again is where are where do we draw the line i to be honest with you larry i i have been right just banging my brain trying to figure out how we can pull ourselves back from the abyss and we may not be able to. Well, man, we can only hope. But what does what does all this mean? Let's let's take this back to uh, the world of paranormal research and investigation. What does all this mean to those of us that are actually researching, investigating, trying to find out what the answers are on the other side? What does all this mean to us? Well, two things that I I see: either the technology is going to get better and better. And we do make breakthroughs with our technology. Uh, okay. Or it could harm the paranormal field with people who don't know quite how to use it. Number one, are misinterpreting the data that is coming out. Because, again, these, a lot of the equipment that we use uh, is based upon um, programming, uh, computer programming. Mm-hmm. Uh, I see a lot more of that taking place in our field. But there again is when it does happen, when that communication finally is established, how is it going to be received? It's like, for instance, if extraterrestrial life wanted to contact us, they could very well do it through our technology because it would be so primitive that it would be easy to tap into. Mm-hmm. Okay. But what will be the social repercussions of these things when it does happen? All of our belief systems, all of our um, historical aspects could change forever, either for the good or the bad. But once that communication is made, whether it be through departed loved ones Mm -hmm. or through extraterrestrials, it will have a major impact. And from that day forward, we could be talking to the dead like we talk to each other on the phone. Okay, and and that's where I wanted to go. So it is your opinion that if if used properly, these breakthroughs will will fulfill Turning's uh, apparent wishes and there's no doubt he, he did have an interest in the paranormal. But mm-hmm. your, your belief is if used properly, this is going to be where our big breakthrough is. Mm-hmm. How do we as investigators – now, I, I, I'm going to differ a little bit with you on our, our on equipment. Our technology overall in the human, the human world is improving, but I don't see it improving in the world of paranormal research. I see us stagnated, and that's just my opinion. Right. How – what do we need to do to take this technology forward to make our work more successful, to collect this evidence that we need? Well, one of the things is uh, para-unity. And, you know, we have discussed this before. Yes, we have. And both of you, both you and I are very, very supportive in, in this ideology. But the thing is, with para-unity comes strength, number one. It also opens up avenues to contact people who are creative, who are scientists that could mm-hmm. help us on this pathway to develop better equipment, to build better programming in order to achieve these goals 
uh, each each journey begins with a first step, and we're we're taking those steps, but it's been very very slow, and it's because I hate to say it, again, um, social media, YouTube, and everything else, everybody out there has got a ghost website or a ghost site on YouTube. There's a ton of them. Website. Yep. And yeah, it it muddies the water, because I hate to say it that a lot of these people are not professional. They're armchair Saturday night wannabe paranormal investigators. They watch mm-hmm. a couple TV shows, which basically isn't really anything more than entertainment. Yeah, there may be some real truth to what they're broadcasting, but to most people, they go, oh, I can do this. This is easy. No, you can't. You have got to be trained. You've got to be prepared you've got to know what you're doing and unfortunately right now everybody is self so centered with their own groups or individual aspects uh, because they think they might get a tv show or they might get uh something you know they'll get a thousand hits and they'll make um seven hundred dollars on youtube it's it's not <laughs> what we're about a true no, psychologist a true investigator is in it for the science and to try to create something that will open the doorways to understanding the other side. And and that's without question where we need to go. And until we understand that as, as a field, I'm with you. It's going to be tougher to make those uh, those breakthroughs. And if there's one thing that I, I my audience, I'm sure, almost gets tired of me hearing about it, we've got to come together and we've got to uh, create standards and training in, in order to reach this goal. Um, any any final words? We're in our last minute here. I'd like any final words from you about where this is going to go. Where do you think we're going to be in 10, 15, 20 years? Well, with the advances of technology, if we can get groups together and get scientists and programmers and electronics uh, physicists and things like that onto the bandwagon of para unity to all work together in order to strive for a common goal. Oh, the opportunities, like I said, we could be talking to our loved ones like just on the telephone. We could probably be seeing them on the street. <laughs> well, on, on that note, we're going to close tonight. Chris George, thank you so much for being part of the show tonight. Thank you, all of you out there for listening. Uh, this is Larry Lawson on Paranormal Stakeout. Take care, and we'll see all of you on the other side. If you are looking for a safe, zero-calorie, natural option to the harmful artificial sweeteners on the market today, Just Like Sugar is what you're looking for. Just Like Sugar is a wonderful natural alternative for those health-conscious people who choose a calorie-restricted diet with a great, pure, sweet flavor that tastes just like sugar. Just Like Sugar is a great natural option for people suffering from diabetes and may be useful in restricted diet programs where standard sugars are not allowed and does not cause a laxative effect of some other sweeteners. Just Like Sugar comprises a perfect blend of chicory root fiber, natural calcium, natural vitamin C, and Just Like Sugar sweetness comes from the natural flavors from the peel of the orange. Just Like Sugar is a natural alternative to harmful artificial sweeteners and will change the way that you believe all natural sweetener products taste. Just Like Sugar is available at your local Whole Foods markets, Wild Oats markets, Henry's, Sun Harvest, and many other fine natural food stores in the U.S., Canada, and worldwide. They are here, and they've been here for thousands of years, making their presence known in the shadows. They might be seen by a lonely motorist on a deserted road late at night, or by a frightened and confused husband in the bedroom he is sharing with his wife. But who are they? What do they want? Why are they here? Perhaps most concerning, has the government been aware of their presence all along? The new book by Ellie Marzulli, UFO Disclosure, The 70-Year Cover-Up Exposed, delves into the world of UFOs. Can full disclosure be soon? Order now and receive a free hour and 37-minute DVD on the UFO phenomenon, UFOs Are Real. Get both the book and the DVD, a $40 value, for only $19.99. To order your book and DVD today, go to lamarzuli.net. That's L-A-M-A-R-Z-U-L-L-I.net. You have heard of the X-Zone? Now watch it on Simo TV. 
plus 500 video games, live TV channels, free video on demand, worldwide, and more. Does this sound like tomorrow's television? Well, it is, but you can have it today, right now. It is Simul TV. Simul TV offers what the others only wish they could provide. 15 exclusive channels like X-Zone, Sci-Fi, and Horror. We are worldwide. No other provider offers that. 500 built-in video games. No need to have an extra expensive system. We have them included. Free video on demand. Live streaming events from around the world. Interactive online network and much more. Tomorrow's TV today. Simul TV. Sound too good to be true? Well, it's not. You can have Simul TV today. Sign up at simultv.com. Do it today.